Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered chumpacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The last couple of days have not been good for the New York Yankees. A handful of injuries, some struggles on the field against the division foe, and also some rain impacting the schedule. We're going to take a look at the Yankees series with the Blue Jays, detail the Yankees' most recent injury updates, and more on this brand new episode of the Pinstripe Talk podcast, which begins right now. You are listening to the Pinstripe Talk podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to yet another edition of the Pinstripe Talk podcast, powered to you by Delahanty Media. I'm your host, Nick Delahanty. Recently, our shows have all been pretty positive. You know, the Yankees went into their Blue Jays series at least either winning or tying in each of their last 10 series. It has been all good in Yankee land. However, this week, the struggles have begun. The injury bug is alive and sadly well. The Yankees are unable to take advantage of a division opponent in the Toronto Blue Jays. Yankees are now 3-6 and six on the year against their division rival. Something that's got to change if they want to compete in the division. Yankees have struggled this year so far with the Blue Jays and the Rays. I'm sure that Aaron Boone and company want to get to the bottom of that. But we have a lot to talk about on this show. Injury updates galore. Corey Kluber, Aaron Hicks, Luke Voigt. The list goes on and on. And we're going to give you all the latest updates on those guys plus some positive news regarding Giancarlo Stanton and Zach Britton. We'll have a lot of injuries to talk about, and of course, we have the three-game set with the Blue Jays in which the Yankees lost two of three in the Bronx. Before we get started, 
Reminder, follow us on social media at Pinstripe Talk ND on Twitter. If you want to hit up my personal account, you can find that by looking up at Nick Delahanty. Our show also has a Facebook page. Our official page can be found by looking up Pinstripe Talk Podcast. As we mentioned earlier in the show, we are a proud partner of Delahanty Media. If you're interested in finding out more about our brand and the number of shows we have available for you, make sure you go to our Instagram page at Delahanty Media or go to our website, DelahantyMedia.com. Our show is available on all podcasting platforms from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, you name it, the show is there available for you. All we ask, however you listen to our show, please subscribe, rate, and review. All the ratings mean the world to us. They help us out. They help improve our content. They help grow our name out and get our name out there. So please, whatever you're doing, take some time out of your busy schedule while you're listening to us to subscribe, get all the latest content, and leave a nice review if you're up for it. Now it's time to get into our favorite part of the day, which is actually talking about baseball. The Yankees hosted the Toronto Blue Jays for a three-game set in the Bronx during the middle of this past week. The Blue Jays, yes, they are missing some key guys, but nonetheless, this is a team with a lot of young talent. You look at Bo Bichette. You look at Vlad Jr., who is arguably one of the best players in the game this year. A guy like Teoscar Hernandez, Randall Gritchick, who seems to have the Yankees number every time they play. This team has a lot of offensive talent, and if the pitching can figure it out, they're going to be a team that's going to be in contention deep into the season. The, the AL East is a very competitive division. It doesn't look like Boston's going away anytime soon. Tampa always has seemed to figure it out over the last couple of years, and now you have this young Toronto team that's hungry and has added pieces, and remember... They're playing without a guy like George Springer who is going to be a middle-of-the-order bat for them. That was their big off-season acquisition. So for the Yankees, it's important you capitalize against your division opponents. But so far this year, they haven't been able to do so. After this series, they are now 3-6 and six on the year against the Blue Jays. And, you know, something's got to give. Game 1 of this series, Corey Kluber, who has been liked out, takes the mound. And... Sadly for Yankees fans, it did not last long. After the third inning, Yes Network showed a clip of Michael King warming up in the bullpen. After just three innings of work, Kluber's day was done. Through just 58 pitches, had a little trouble with his command. It ended up being that the Yankees announced he had some shoulder soreness or discomfort. So the Yankees decided to take him out of the ballgame. What it ended up being is that Kluber has a right shoulder strain, will be placed on the injured list, which already occurred, and he will miss at least eight weeks. Four weeks for the shutdown, another four for the buildup, getting back up. Very bad news for the Yankees, especially the way that Kluber has been throwing the baseball. Not a good time for the Yankees to lose one of their more reliable starters early on in the year. But we're going to get that into that as the show goes on. Back to the ball game. Kluber was definitely not sharp. He actually picked up the loss in this one. The Yankees' offense really could not get much done. Let's take you through the scoring, shall we? Top of the third, Vlad Jr. hits a home run to right, scoring Bichette, makes it 2-0 Blue Jays. In the top half of the fourth, against King, Gurriel Jr. hits a home run, made it 3-0. The Blue Jays added another run on a fielder's choice in the seventh, which ended up being two runs on an error by... Gleyber Torres, and then it was 5 nothing. And at that point, 
seemed like the Yankees were defeated in this one. Kyle Higashioka in the bottom of the seventh hit a solo home run, and that was countered just an inning and a half later by a Randall Gritchick, the Yankee killer, hitting a home run to center field in the top half of the ninth, made it 6-1. The Yankees added another run in the bottom half of the ninth on a Higashioka double, but it was not enough. Yankees lose game one of the series 6-2. Offensively, Yankees didn't do much. Other than Higashioka, who had two hits, the only Yankee with more than a hit was Clint Frazier with two. He had a couple of guys with one apiece, but again, nothing really doing for the Yankees. They left seven guys on base, only had three at-bats with runners in scoring position, just not a recipe for success. On the pitching end of things, Steven Matz, the former Met, pitched a really good game for the Blue Jays, pitched into the seventh inning, struck out 10 in the process, only allowed a run. The Blue Jays' bullpen of Chatwood and Romano came on to close the door. And again, the Yankees had to tax the bullpen a bit with Kluber's early departure. Michael King was used for three innings, only allowed a run. He looked solid. Then you had Lucas Lickie come in for an inning. He allowed two runs, neither of which were earned. And then you got Sessa in the eighth and then Wilson in the ninth. So you did see a lot of the Yankees' bullpen, the bulk of it coming from King, who threw 54 pitches. So ideally, not the start to the series that the Yankees wanted, but nonetheless, you still have two games to look at in regards to trying to win the series. Very important to note that DJ LeMay, you missed this game. He was placed on the paternity list. His family welcomed a new baby. Congratulations, DJ. Seems like the Yankees have had a lot of born babies over the last couple of weeks. You had Odor, you had Voigt. Now add LeMahieu to the mix. Hopefully we have some future Yankees in store and on the way. Before game two, which was supposed to be Wednesday, the Yankees made a couple of roster moves. They placed Kluber on the injured list with a right shoulder strain. And in a surprising move, placed Luke Voigt on the injured list with a right oblique strain. He'll be out a couple of weeks. That's a huge blow for the Yankees. They just recently got Voigt back. They need him in the everyday lineup. Unfortunately, he's going to be on the mend again. Not a good sign for the Yankees. What does that mean for their future? Only time will tell. They only get Voigt back for 12 games before he finds his way back onto the injured list. In corresponding moves, the Yankees called up Estevan Florio and Albert Abreu from AAA. Neither one got to play on Wednesday because the Yankees didn't play on Wednesday. The game was postponed. There's that old saying, when it rains, it pours, and it just seemed like it was a 24-hour span that was not favorable for the New York Yankees. So what they did, they postponed the game, moved it to a doubleheader on Thursday, a seven-inning doubleheader, which I completely and utterly cannot stand. I think baseball's a nine-inning game. It should be a nine-inning game. I don't understand that. But regardless, they played two seven-inning games in the Bronx. How'd the Yankees fare in that one? Let's tell you, before the start of game one of the doubleheader, Aaron Boone announced that Aaron Hicks, his center fielder, would most likely miss the rest of the season with his wrist surgery that he underwent. Kind of figured that was coming, but now you have the official word. It looks like Hicks is done for 2021. Maybe the Yankees have a roster move in store. Time will only tell. Let's get into the game action. For the Blue Jays, Alex Manoa was the star of the show in his big league debut. Absolutely silenced the Yankees. Six innings of work. Only allowed two hits. Struck out seven. Only threw 88 pitches. He was phenomenal. Yankees did not have a single runner in scoring position in this game. 
That's how bad the offense performed in this one. Domingo Herman, unfortunately, was on the losing side of this one. He pitched into the sixth inning, only allowed two runs. The way I see it is this. Yes, he allowed back-to-back -back home runs in the third inning. You know, you got the Simeon homer first and the Bichette homer. That was all the damage the Blue Jays were able to do. That was it. In a game like that where you pitch into the sixth inning and you only allow two runs, that's a game that I view as one that the Yankees should win. So unfortunately, German doesn't get the win, and the Yankees go on to lose this one 2-0. Miguel Andujar, the only Yankee to do anything in the ball game, legitimately. The Yankees had two hits, both off the bat of Andujar. The rest of the offense had a lot, and I mean a lot of trouble with Alex Manoa. Young kid, live stuff, was really amped up on the mound. Yankees just did not have an answer for him. And like we talked about the big side for the Blue Jays, the two big hits came in that third inning. Simeon hit a homer, then Bichette followed suit. And the Blue Jays secured at least a series victory before they departed the Bronx. And the Yankees headed to Game 3 and the Game 2 of the doubleheader, trying to salvage the series at least by taking one game. And that's what they would do in the nightcap. Yankees would go on to win the nightcap version 5-3. to three. Jordan Montgomery was on the mound. He didn't get through 5. In a game where you're only playing 7 innings, I feel like the, I don't want to say the rules, but the guidelines of how pitching works kind of changes. You know, if this was a 9-inning game, I think that Aaron Boone would have had a little bit of a longer leash on him, only through 73 pitches, but in the circumstances, it made a ton of sense to get Montgomery out and go to the bullpen. Loisica followed Montgomery. He ended up getting the win. Pitched an inning, did allow a couple of hits, but he was able to close out the fifth inning and get two more outs in the sixth before Aaron Boone turned the ball over to Peralta to throw one pitch and get an out to end that inning. And then you saw Chad Green with the save in the seventh. If you're asking why Aroldis Chapman did not pitch in this one, Aaron Boone said that Chapman has been feeling ill, was not with the team. He was testing negative for COVID, but the Yankees wanted to be cautious with him and make sure that everything was well before they rushed him back onto the mound and with the team. So Green gets the save opportunity, makes the most of it. And the Yankees were able to take advantage of Robbie Ray. Ray allowed four earned runs, five runs in general. Here's how the Yankees scored their runs. Urshela hit a double to left center field in the first. That made it 1-0. The Blue Jays took the lead against Montgomery on a three-run homer from Bichette. Bichette really killed the Yankees this series. It was now 3-1. Bottom half of the inning, Aaron Judge hits a moonshot to center field. An absolute moonshot. 440 feet to be exact, the tie up to score at three. Then the Yankees got a solo home run from Gary Sanchez. Another bomb off the bat, 444 to be exact in terms of feet. And then a sack fly from Judge in the bottom of the fifth scored Wade. And that's all the Yankees would need. They go on to win this one 5-3. LeMahieu, who returned to the lineup, had two hits, scored two runs. Judge had the big home run. Sanchez had two hits and a homer as well. Yankees got out hit 8-7, but outscored the Blue Jays 5-3. So, disappointing series, obviously. If you're the Yankees, you would love to have taken at least two of three here. The way that they've been recently, they've been either winning or tying their last 10 series. This kind of ends that streak that was lasting over a month. But... Unfortunately, you're not going to win them all. It just so happens that the one that the Yankees did lose ends up being a division foe. And these two teams will match up once again in a couple of weeks. They will take a trip to Florida 
as these two teams will square off between June 15th and June 17th in a three-game set. Now, like I mentioned earlier, obviously we want to break down the Yankees' injury updates in further detail and how the Yankees may go about addressing the current voids left by those players. Let's start off with Kluber. Eight weeks is a long time for a starting pitcher. You're looking at a handful of starts. Really unfortunate for Kluber. After two straight years of injuries, to have the injury bug hit again is really disappointing, especially the way he started throwing the ball. Davey Garcia looks to take his spot in the rotation. Aaron Boone said that it was likely we were going to see Garcia regardless of Kluber's injury at some point over the Yankees' weekend series against the Tigers. It just didn't pan out the way the Yankees were hoping. Now, are they going to panic and make a trade? I don't think so right yet. I think they're going to see what's going on with the pitching staff, see how Tyone bounces back. Hopefully he could get on track over the next couple of starts. They're going to see how Davey Garcia holds. And then you know what? You always have Severino lurking as he will be back somewhere in the near future, maybe July, early August. You have that coming up, possibly a Clark Schmidt once he's healthy. So I think the Yankees are not panicked about starting pitching just yet. I think they're going to wait it out and see. But if another injury does drop or you continue to see guys like Tyone or maybe even like a Montgomery struggle, I wouldn't be surprised to see Brian Cashman looking at the trade market to add some value as the trade deadline does loom near over the next couple of weeks. Luke Voigt. This one gives me a little bit of headaches, but I think that it's more manageable than people tend to think. I think a lot of the at-bats at first base are going to go to DJ LeMahieu. I really do. I think the Yankees are very confident and comfortable with Rudnego Dor at second. The way Glaber's been at short, he's been solid. You can hang with him there. Yes, Mike Ford will get his at-bats, but I do think that you're going to see the majority of the at-bats at first going to LeMahieu. The Yankees are in a position where they do have the depth. I will give them that. You will see them mix and match. Obviously, it's something that they have been prone to do. But for the most part, expect to see a lot of LeMahieu at first. And I think that's how they're going to roll. Especially with all the energy that Odor gives them. You know, if they didn't have a guy like Odor, I think that they may be a little more worried about having Ford play on an everyday basis. But for the most part, LeMahieu's going to take over those at-bats and... The Yankees are going to roll with what they got. Now, one guy that I don't think they're going to roll with what they got is Aaron Hicks. Another very big disappointment. And yes, you can't control injuries, but I just feel like Hicks has been a total disappointment over the last couple of years. The Yankees signed him to that big contract, that seven-year, $70 million contract. What do they do in center field? I just know for a fact it can't be Brett Gardner every day. Sorry to tell you for those of you who love Brett Gardner, but he's not an everyday center fielder anymore. I think the Yankees are going to have to make a trade there. There's been a lot of names that have been thrown around. You hear Joey Gallo. You hear Cattell Marte. You hear a couple of lower end guys. Maybe even a Cedric Mullins from the Orioles. There's a lot of names out there. And I think that Brian Cashman is probably on the phones already trying to find a mix that does work. Yeah, you have Clint Frazier who, you know, has some ability to play center field, but do you really want him to get the majority of his work in center field? I love Clint Frazier, as you all know, but I would rather see him playing left or right, depending on the situation. And who knows, one more injury could really hurt this Yankees outfield as a whole. Yankees had a lot of depth out there when they had Mike Tauchman. 
You went into the season thinking they had too much depth. They traded Talkman. Now you have the injury to Hicks. And the Yankees outfield that was considered a strength in numbers is now pretty much depleted, which is unfortunate because, you know, you're looking at the situation and you think Talkman would be a perfect fit right now. But unfortunately, that's not the case. I do expect the Yankees to make a move. I don't know if it's going to come in the near future, but I think that they're going to assess what they have, see if Gardner could get out of his little funk offensively, and kind of just go from there. That's another big, big injury update for the Yankees. Now, we gave you the negative news on the injury front. Now we're going to give you the positive news. First off, Zach Britton scheduled to start a rehab stint this weekend. Yankees are going to be very cautious with him. Won't pitch on back-to-back days. Workload is going to be limited. They're saying he's going to need anywhere from five to seven appearances, I would believe. So you're looking at another seven to ten days before Britain may make a return to the Bronx. That'd be a huge, and I mean huge, addition back to the Yankees' bullpen. The pen's been really good, but let's face it. They've been heavily taxed early on this year. Adding Britain into the mix would definitely help. And Giancarlo Stanton, off his injury, has been reinstated from the injured list. We saw Estevan Florio, after just being with the club for one day, go back to the minor leagues. Great to have Stanton back. Hopefully, he hits as well as he did before the injury, and the Yankees have him to rely on in that middle of the order because, let's face it, the Yankees' offense has not been tremendous as of late, so adding Stanton back into the mix will definitely help. But now, with the injury-depleted roster and a couple of guys on the mend, the Yankees head to Detroit for a weekend Memorial Day series with the Tigers. I think, personally, this is a great way for the Yankees to bounce back after that tough series in the division. You know, the Tigers are not the greatest team in the world, so at this point in season, you got to really take advantage of them, try to get at least two of three on the road before you head back to the Bronx to host the Tampa Bay Rays. And as all this goes down and everything seems to continue, we will give you guys updates and more content as that does happen. Make sure you follow us on social media for all the latest news and updates regarding our show. And as always, if you haven't done so already, make sure you hit that subscribe button. You'll get all of our content sent directly to your device. You never have to panic or look for our episodes. They'll be right there for you. As always, we thank you for taking time out of your busy schedules to listen to our show. We hope that everybody enjoys their Memorial Day weekend. Enjoy some family time, some relaxation time, and of course, some Yankees baseball. Until next time, my name is Nick Delahanty, and I am the host of the Pinstripe Talk podcast, powered to you by Delahanty Media. As always, let's go Yankees. We'll talk to you really soon. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. 
change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vdw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.